Welcome to the big show. It's the Strange Bedfellows. I'm a strange bedfellow named Jack. Remember that we used to do that? And then I said, am a strange said, yeah. bedfellow <laughs> called Tanner. Yeah. Good. And? Uh, and uh, this is the big show. And this week we're uh, talking about... Um, let me say something about this movie. Can I give a speech, brief speech, speech about I, this well, movie? Well, I have a question. Yes. Okay. <laughs> who? Who? Let me Let me set up... Just let me introduce our guest first, bedfellow... Uh, Oh yeah, there's a Strange third bedfellow, bedfellow. Jared. <laughs> yeah, there's a third bedfellow. And I just want to know between the two of you because this movie, this is not something I selected, <laughs> but we knew Jared was coming on. Yeah, he's somewhat of a like a musical genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Jared. Um, hi guys. <laughs> hi, welcome to the show. Who brought this film to our podcast? I, it was a hundred percent was me. Uh, okay, as you'll learn in my speech, if I may. Have the floor. Yeah, please. And I'll say now, uh, so uh, Jared not, Jared came over, he brought his uh, son, who is a very good friend of my son, and they are watching Jurassic Park together right now. Cool. Um, uh, and he did inform me that he has not watched the film. I've, not, the, I've seen Jurassic Park. He's seen Jurassic Park, but he oh, did not. Okay. Yeah, he's not. Jared, you didn't film. watch music and lyrics. <laughs> no, no, I did watch the trailer and I got the gist of it. And I'm about to read the uh, Wikipedia entry as you guys explain it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's okay. Um, I think that's enough. You that's miss out fine. on some of the tunes. But um, listen, let me say this. And I'm just going to say. Sort of a tribute to pop music. I think this is one of the best movies. <laughs> oh, wow, Jack. Ooh, I you and I disagree on that. I will say, love this movie. It's so much. You know what? It, uh, I think the comparison for me is The Holiday, a film that you and I have also watched. I can't remember whether you disagree. No, I that loved too. The Holiday. This with movie, the Alan one this or movie, the, like the hit uh, me so Tiefen wrong. One? It's the movie with Gwyneth and Jack Black and, and Jude Law. Jude Law. It's a romance. It's romantic. Cameron uh, Diaz. But the the comparison for me is that. This is also a perfect rom-com that, for whatever reason, is not in the canon of the great Because it's bad. It's bad, It's a great Jack. movie. It's a perfect movie. Oh, it's, it's so bad. Brilliant. He's such a bad character. He's so, he's awesome. like, just mean <laughs> for, like, no reason. I guess he's like, oh, I'm joking. So but it's like, what's the joke? I don't get it. You're just being mean to this woman who you think, who you say you love. Love comes in all shapes and sizes and ages and all that kind of stuff. Sure, he's... 15 30 years. years her, year, her 15, senior? 15, we looked it up. 15 years her senior. That's not that bad, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of fucked. Well, it's fine. Whatever. I don't want to yuck any yums. Um, um, it's perfect music. Movie. I'm is, glad we agree. Is music is incredible. Mostly terrible. Music's There's really one good. really good song called uh, Buddha's Delight. <laughs> what is it like? What, what could you compare it to? What is the, what's the uh, riff on? So there, there's um, there's a few characters in this movie, but in the main sort of like diva like superstar who they're writing a song for by Friday, whose name is Cora. Mm-hmm. Um, she at sometimes is like Britney Spears. Like I think note she's for Christina note, Aguilera. Action for I've action, decided. Britney Spears, yeah. and then sometimes is like Taylor Swift. Yeah, but she. So Sarah and I looked this up. 
And Taylor's first album came out like around the time this movie came out. So she's not actually Taylor. She, she's yeah, she's she wouldn't Christina be or Brit. She's just like a you know a, a skinny blonde yeah. woman. But so we should say we like, should say oh, the movie. It's it sounds like we're, you and I are agreed. It's one of the greatest movies. It's it's criminally one, underrated. One of the worst we've watched. A really uh, bad Hugh Grant movie. It's very sweet. I would say and Hugh top, Grant is so unlikable in it. Top oh, three. They, they try to like make oh they make him sing so much and he's just he he really goes for it but he's does just a great not, job. He's just not there. It's a top three. Hugh There's Grant a whole movie. scene at the very beginning of the movie where so the con, the consent the conceit Jared is that he's. Hugh Grant is one half of a like Wham style boy band, <laughs> and they have a big hit called Pop, I and mean, that's the name that of the rules. band too. It rules, and they have a music video. the The movie smash cuts into a music video of yeah. Pop's hit song Pop, and they've tried the like de aging. Like special effects have come so far. When is this movie from? Um, two thousand and seven. <laughs> is that a guess? Uh, yeah, that's a no, guess. no, it's real. I yeah. think you got that right. Yeah, I remember because I saw it with my dad in Norfolk, Virginia. They did not do a stellar job of making uh, Hugh Grant look anything less than. I mean, 16. he probably he probably looked the same when he was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like most British people. Oh, we just watched him in uh, in Four Weddings and a Funeral, and he was he was a boy king, radiant boy king. In that. <laughs> It's a great movie. It sounds like we're it's all terrible. agreed that it's, it's a fantastic so film and everyone should watch it. So the reason that we thought to have Jared here, uh, folks who listened to our episode on Once will remember yeah. Jared from that. And they will also remember that he is, if, especially if you've seen, as you should, the, the movie Music and Lyrics. I do, he, I do recommend you see it, but it's yeah. not very good. Jared is the music to our lyrics, isn't he? We're Drew Barrymore. I'm, I'm Drew Barrymore. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both talented lyricists. It was, it was unrealistic for me watching this movie because the, some of the main conflict came from the fact that he can't write lyrics <laughs> at all, and that just like was totally unrealistic to yeah, me. Yeah, I couldn't. I can't know what that's like. I can't inhabit yeah. that. But so we are Drew Barrymore, and you are Hugh Grant. Okay. I wanted to be Drew Barrymore, but... Oh, and so I said this to Sarah earlier I can today. be Cora. And Sarah, oh, you can be Cora. Sarah said that we're not allowed to fall in love. Who? Us and Jared in the course oh, of doing well, this. I'm not sure Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant wanted to fall in love, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, it just happened. Life grabs you. <laughs> um, they do write a song. So yeah. it's like the, the movie shares a very, have you seen Get Him to the Greek, Jared? No, I haven't seen Get Him to the Greek. I, I miss okay. a lot since the kid was born. Well, that was like 2003. <laughs> What? No, Get Him to Greek was like 2015, right? Absolutely not. I love that for you. Is it not? I think that's right. No, I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look it up now. Uh, they, they have been given this unreasonable deadline to write a song for Britney Spears' Taylor Swift. Yeah, we, so we, what we like to do is we say, say the movie. And I think we should say the movie for Jared, because he needs to know it in order to write the hit song for us. Yep. But we also, before we do that, we like to do a hit segment that's called... Dramatis Personae, where we say sure. who's in it, and it's Hugh Grant, and and it's also Drew Barrymore. It's also, importantly, um, Raymond's brother's in it. Raymond's brother's in it, yep. yeah. Have we, we've seen him in something before, haven't we? Uh, everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> I mean, for this show. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he turns up. 
Yeah, he's he's not very good, but um, she's also got a funny sister who I liked. The movie's pretty despicable. No, it's wonderful. Let's not have that nonsense. And she's the lady from uh, Third Rock from the Sun. I don't remember the actress name. Yes, right. she was from Third Rock from the Sun. Yes, absolutely right. She okay, was great. Is that everyone? Uh, Cora. Cora is in it. Okay, so let's say the film. For people who haven't seen it, and and you really should see it. It's just, It's a fantastic piece of work. They have one week to write a song. He's a washed up 80s star who is just playing like amusement parks at this point, though they did have a massive hit in the 80s. And his co-partner in that band has gone on to great success in a solo career. I guess he is probably, ooh, fuck, I cannot remember the other guy in Take That, but he's the other guy in Take That to Robbie Williams. Oh, sure. I don't know who, I don't know what Take That is or who the other guy is, but I know who Robbie Williams is. There you go, yeah. Saying that's (laughs) a beautiful song, Angels. Yeah, exactly. And Cora is the, let's say Christina Aguilera of her time. She's selling out stadiums. We'll say Britney. You want to say Britney? I don't care. Yeah, it's obviously Britney. Britney. She's the Britney of her time. She's selling out stadiums, and she has a particular affinity for their one hit. Yeah, because it helped her um, get over like an eighth grade boyfriend, and now she's writing like a reconciliation album. Yeah, and she and she's asks, brought all her favorite eighties stars on to like to help author. her write the hit song, and she yeah. uh, it's a competition, and she asks him, and but there's a problem. He can't write lyrics. He's like Jared. He's like Jared. Yeah. Incredibly talented musician. Yeah. He's got everything, the whole fucking package. I can't do it. Zero talent for lyrics, yeah. But he just needs a couple of fucking lyricists like us. Yeah. 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 I mean, you give, you give like a million Jareds a million like typewriters, yeah. you know, and it's eventually not, they'll write something beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's going to take a while. <laughs> this time, I think we should really take the reins, though, Jack, because... It sounds like we have some competing... There's a little bit of tension between our our sort of perspectives on the film. That doesn't matter. doesn't matter. That you doesn't know, matter. I think it'll create no, some interesting... No, tension's good for songwriting, though, right? Lyrics, yeah. yeah. So they become a, a writing team, and they do write a hit song for Cora. But it, they also fall in love, something we're not going to do here. This is where the analogy ends. Right. They fall in love. We keep it professional. Yeah. But, you know, it's still kind of the same thing. Yeah, and it's not as seen as a problem in any way. He's only 15 years older than her. Yeah, and her boss. Um, <laughs> and her boss, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a B-plot where she has been recently dumped by a man who's even older than uh, yeah, her professor. Hugh Grant, her professor. Who's written a book based on her as a student, but not naming her. And yeah. it's a bestseller, and it's really fucking her up. Yeah. Hey, who plays the professor? Some some penis. Oh. I was hoping it was Bill Nighy or somebody. Oh, that would be perfect. No, the man is, is, is completely unlikable, oh. which I think that Bill Nighy has incredible range, but he would never be able to do unlikable. It's just like not in him. That's true. What else happens? And then he Cora chooses they their have, song. They have until Friday to, to, yeah. to nail this song. They hire this dude who's like... The song has to be called A Way Back Into Love. That's what she's yes. decided because that, that, that's what she wants from her boyfriend that she's broken up with. They hire this guy who's a disaster. Yeah, he's uh, he's like um, I don't know who he's supposed to be, but he's like I don't know. It's dark. He's got a dark energy. Yeah, he's got a dark energy. And then while he's there, Drew Barrymore comes into. Um, she's been hired to water Hugh Grant's plants, even though he's there, which makes yeah. no sense to me. Because the thing about <laughs> watering plants is like 
you forget to do it. Yeah. But like, it's not that it's hard. It's not that it's hard. It's that you forget to do it. But if you hire someone, like them showing up would be a reminder. So you should just hire someone to like call you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Or just set a reminder on your phone, which is what I do. I'm like, oh, I got to go out of the plants. I have that for feed the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Take them to Red Robin. It was a hit. <laughs> so, uh, you took your boy to Red Robin tonight? Yeah. How was that? On the way home from school. Big hit. Nice. Great. Do they have never-ending fries still? Like refillable fries? Like refillable yeah, they fries? Yeah, bottomless fries. Yes. He could have bottomless mac and cheese, um, which is what he had. You it guys watch NASCAR? Watch some NASCAR? Yeah, it was great. Our boys are enjoying Jurassic Park so much that I suspect their screams from the other room are picking up on the mic right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Happy screams or terrified screams? I think they're having a blast, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this has been Dad Talk, I should say. This has been Dad Talk. This movie then goes downhill because there's no they couldn't figure out how to like include any kind of conflict. So they just end up having a big fight, and he says some really pretty terrible things. He says some fucked up shit. Because he knows she's traumatized by her professor, and he basically says, like, everything your professor said that has fucked you up, that you told me in a moment of vulnerability, is in fact true of you. Yeah. I know you want to address your friend Jared and explain the movie to him, but you are facing away from the mic when you do that. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there's the, the... kind of pivotal scene the climax of the movie which i think we kind of have an opportunity to jump into here yeah Um, and this now it's going to be us and so now instead of the climax of the movie where it's like now we hear their song performed at the chorus show for copyright reasons we can't use their song but fortunately we've got the music and the lyrics right here oh i was going to bring us into um jeff and elmer first because this is the big scene. Are you familiar with Jeff and Elmer, Jared? <laughs> I'm not familiar with Jeff and Elmer. So are they? the big scene here is it, it's the Cora show. Yeah. And Drew Barrymore's worried that Cora's going to destroy her song, so she's getting up to leave. But then Cora stops the performance for millions of people and lets an old man sing like a pretty bad song. It's a very good song, and he's so handsome, and it's Hugh Grant, and it's You'll Cry, listener. Um, just... Uh, this is the director's commentary. Carry on. <laughs> and it wins Drew Carey. Uh, Drew Carey. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. <laughs> God, that would be such a different movie. <laughs> it wins her over, and she falls in love with him, and then they like they have like a funny pop-up video thing at the end. But Jeff and Elmer are two characters that we play. Yeah. This is We're kind of getting back to their roots here. We watched a movie called Somewhere in Time. Time. With Christopher Reeves? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking love that movie. Um, okay, this is this whole, is gonna help. Having seen that movie is gonna help. <laughs> there's a whole performance this. at the end. Jane Seymour, um, Doctor Quinn. But the um, main characters, Jane Seymour and Christopher Reeve, are like sort of like making love with one another through their performance on the stage, and it's like really disruptive to everyone else in the audience. They're clearly like only talking to and looking at one another. Like everyone <laughs> else there is just like feels like a creep, you know. So we invented these guys, Jeff and Elmer. They're sort of like quantum leap into these situations to just sort of like feel it out. Yeah. They have since become like time cops and they're always like <laughs> traveling through time and they're like um, Jet Li's the one where they are trying to like kill all their other selves maybe, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like Jet Li's the one, which is required viewing. Oh, yeah. yeah that one wasn't t- time cop is... Jean-Claude Van Damme. Time Cops Van Damme. Yeah, they're a little time copy, too. So I think we can pour it in, and now we've got a third. It's not just Jeff and Elmer. 
Okay, they've brought a friend. Yeah. The friend's got a guitar. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play it, but he's got one. So what what are we? We're audience members here? I think we're in the audience here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For this performance. We've just seen Cora. Like, we're here for Cora, obviously. Well, I don't know why we're here. We've poured it in. Yeah, it happens. It usually happens with time travel films. But I realize I'm at a Cora show, and I'm like, oh, great. You know, I know what I'm in for. I'm going to enjoy this. She comes out. She's doing this, like, uh, she does this one really cool, really good song called Buddha's Delight. Um, wow, Jeff. We've ended up at another... Are you Jeff or Elmer? I think you're I remember. Elmer. I'm Jeff. Yeah. Elmer, it looks like we're in the... At around 2007. Wow. You're right. Look at um, what everyone's wearing around us. Let me pull out my tricorder. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Smack on. We're at another performance, and this looks like a young... I guess Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman type. <laughs> That's my only... <laughs> <laughs> frame of reference yeah. and yeah, you've only other, ever seen one other performance i guess we brought a friend yeah we've brought a friend time. well i think we're definitely going to hear something that's probably not a great song uh what remind me your name harrison harrison is here paraffin harrison 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 yeah <laughs> not like paraffin ford. like the wax <laughs> paraffin yeah. ford <laughs> welcome harrison i don't know what time you're originally from I, yeah, I don't know what time we're originally from. Do we want to explore that now? We're from Doctor Quinn or? Medicine Woman time. I think that <laughs> right. lore is that that's we're from that time. The frontier, yeah, eighteen seventeen, <laughs> yeah, like Wolverine, a lot like Wolverine. Yeah, we were friends with Logan when he was like in school. Yeah, and he had bone claws. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so we're here. Should yeah. we listen to the performance? Okay, great. Um, Hugh Grant's going to start playing his really bad song, and we'll just listen to that. Something very different. It's a new song. This is it, we are now your song. Oh, I don't think I can listen to this. <laughs> a song no one has heard before, written by Mr. Alex Fletcher. And I think it's going to be really bad, and I think maybe we should speak up and try to, I don't know, offer some solutions or develop our own song, whatever you want. Okay. So he sings a song to Drew. Yeah. And she's mad because she's already out of love with him and she thinks he's going to sing their song they wrote together and give her no credit. What? Alex Fletcher and my sister. How quickly they forget. You know what? Let's just go and we'll come back when the song's over. You and me. But in fact, he sings a song that Cora has let him sing. Special. Don't Write Me Off. (laughs) Called Don't Write Me Off. So corny. And like every time they like play a song in this movie... It's got the corniest lyrics, and it just sounds like elevator music. And afterwards, it's really good. every really character's good. like, it's, it's a part wow, of why it's really the movie's great. so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, one part of why you'll love this movie, listeners, is um, the music is great. It's never been easy for me To find words to go along with a melody That's true Whoa. of the character. <laughs> oh, you don't like it? I'm just trying to get into the spirit of what Jeff would say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) But this time there's actually something on my mind. So please forgive these few brief 
awkward lines. Boo! Since I met you, my whole life has changed. It's not just my furniture you've rearranged. It's speaking directly <laughs> to Drew Barrymore. Like she yeah. rearranges something... furniture in a movie? She does that so they can better um, craft their song together. I should say, as Jeff, that I don't have that context. Right. We really got to stick to the, our characters here, right? <laughs> yes. So as an audience member, you're like, what, 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 what are you talking about? Like, I don't even yes. have context. It's already pretty overwhelming to be in this century. <laughs> I'm, I'm already, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we've been like screaming through like space time already, you know? <laughs> the first stanza, I know this about Hugh Grant's character because he hasn't had, he had one terrible flop of a solo album that no one bought and then he hasn't had any hits ever since. So he's not a talented lyricist. So when he says... I've, it's never been easy for me to find words to go along with the melody. That makes sense to me. Not to right. me, but it makes a sense to the people around me, you know? Elmer, yeah. I'm noticing that there are a lot of moms as well as teens here. Sure. And the yeah. moms... I wonder if the moms are here for the older man. The moms are... Well, they're here to take their teens, but they're also... They're, like, picking up what he's putting down. I think yeah. they're scratching their heads a little bit about the... <laughs> furniture rearrangement thing because they don't have the context that drew Barrymore in this very personal moment that was just between the two of them moved the chair in his house yeah but somehow you've brought me back and I haven't felt like this since before Frankie said relax and at this point, I think all the moms in the audience the moms are, scream. are nodding. Yeah, and yeah, and we get that. Too. Yeah, we get that. Yeah, we. You think we get that? Harrison gets it. <laughs> Harrison gets it. Yeah, I, I'm not from 1980. <laughs> I'm from a time outside of time. Yeah, but uh, uh, you're like a great old one. <laughs> the, yeah, Frankie goes to Hollywood is is a keystone. That's a touchdown. Time, yeah, t- time period. Sure. Yeah. Makes it feel like we're in like parody songs territory now, but that's okay. It's not a, like a glaring error like the furniture moving thing. And though I know, based on my track record, I might not seem like the safest bet. No idea what that means. All I'm asking you is don't write me off just yet. Okay, that's nice Terrible because lyric. right. No, uh, Elmer. Uh, write me off has a double meaning. Oh, okay. I'm assuming from hearing this as an audience member that he must be singing to his lyricist. Yeah. And therefore, don't write me off has like a kind of powerful double meaning. I mean, assuming he's singing to his lyricist, we can't. I mean, it know. makes sense that he wrote this song, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, like, don't write me off. That he is not a talented songwriter. And I should say, write me off is something you say to a lyricist you're sleeping with instead of jack me off. (laughs) (laughs) You may not know that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I've never dated a lyricist. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not allowed to fall in love with one tonight, so. (laughs) No, we're the lyricist. Now I need you, despite the fact that you've killed all my plans. Yeah, again, that, I don't I have don't context know. for that. <laughs> okay. 
a confusing song. It's confusing. Yeah, I don't. I don't totally understand why we've been port- Like, do we have to quantum leap style like solve a problem for them? I don't think so. <laughs> Did we do that for uh, somewhere in time? I think we were just kind of there. Can we go? <laughs> I think so. Okay, Harrison. <laughs> what are you saying? You want to get ready to go? Get, get out of here. Yeah. This is concert's gonna, weird. The concert's weird. Yeah. yeah I could I could use a we're we're in England? No, this is LA. the US. LA. Okay, well they got good food there. Let's get out of here. Let's get Let's out of skip here. Skip out. I don't need to see this. Okay. Do you want to go take a break real quick? I have to go potty. Sure. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, Better help, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store, so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly. Um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. They're online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, And in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Bedfellows. Okay, folks, I think that you, everybody uh, gets what the movie's about now. Hopefully you've also watched it. It's a fantastic film. I think everybody agrees that it's a perfect uh, rom-com and the music's really good. And uh, unfortunately, what we were hoping to do with the second part of the episode was just play for you the entirety of Way Back Into Love, which is just a really great song that um, Hugh Grant and Cora uh, uh, performed together. But uh, we should say that Drew Barrymore helped with the lyrics, uh, which is yeah. also important. He runs off stage to make out with her afterwards. For copyright reasons, we can't. We can't play that part. No. Um, but we th- we do have Jared here, uh, who's the uh, Drew to our Hugh. 
No, we're the Drew to his Hugh. We're he's, the Drew to the, his Hugh. Yeah. He's the Hugh to our Drew. We cannot fall in love. So <laughs> don't worry. We're going to do some Drew now, and then we're going to do some Hugh. Mm. Does that make sense to everyone? First we do <clears> the Drew. Do the Drew. We're going to do the Drew. Do and then the we're Drew. Gonna do the yeah, Hugh. Yeah, and then you do the Hugh. So we're just going to get as close as we can to way back into love without like triggering you know, like a takedown notice. Yeah, and I think it's good that Jared hasn't seen the movie because he's yeah. kind of coming into this fresh. You know, he doesn't have any like impressions. Yeah, so that's kind of useful. Like yeah. Take it in its own direction. Yeah, and then so the reason we're doing this is so that if you've been scared off of the film by Tanner, then you don't have yeah. to watch it or the because lack of, you can of any kind of promotion. You'll get or the payoff acclaim. of the film by experiencing it. Basically, here we've got a couple Drews and we got a Hugh, and we're just gonna do it, and that's what the movie is, and then that's the song. Do you want to start with the blueprint they gave us? I was thinking, yeah, we could start with the lyrics to Way Back Into Love. Is that yeah. what you're asking me? Yeah. yeah. I have them pulled up. Okay, perfect. So this is sort of, and Jared, you know, this is a flat sort of structure. If you've got an idea for a lyric, please feel free to weigh in. I guess we also say the same. Like if we've got an idea for like a note, yeah, we're don't, like, no, don't, we don't do write like me this. off, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> you know? I, I've, uh, you know, despite my lack of lyrical writing ability, I, I'm a human being who's felt pain, yeah, fallen in, in love, fallen Mix out of love. Well, yeah, let's not write him off just yet. All right, Jack, what's our first? Where we start with this song? Okay, so I'm gonna copy and paste here, and we're just gonna take the lyrics, and we're gonna. This is what we did with once, and it worked. So we're going to take something that we know works in terms of scanning onto music, and we're going to write different words. So the first line of Way Back Into Love by Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore is, I've been living with a shadow overhead. I've been living with Oh, I can't. Sorry. Don't sing it because we don't want to influence Jared. Yeah. We hear it a lot in the movie. It's an earworm. Is it going to be weird if we take this from maybe from Jeff and Elmer and Harrison's experience? Like, could that be interesting to try to channel what they went through and put that into song? Yeah, I think so. So something about like, I've been traveling <laughs> throughout <laughs> you time. Their, like sort of holistic experience, not this like, not this episode. I, no, I think that like, that. I'm thinking we bring in what happened to Jeff and Elmer. They came from, and Harrison is a different situation because he like... Am I right that he like exists outside of time, kind of like Doctor Manhattan? Is that his thing? Like, yeah, but I guess he he could have been a man from a certain time who's become intertwined with all oh, of temporal yeah. existence. But he doesn't okay. remember, or he's keeping it a secret. I think it's impossible for him. To, it's like an arrival, end of arrival. Once you learn the language, he uh, doesn't you can't experience. It. Kant will tell you this. He doesn't. Time is just a lens that you look through. If you're yeah. a human, he doesn't experience time. I've the seen same Thor: way we The do. Dark World. Okay, perfect, <laughs> great. Well, then. which is why um, I, uh, a side side note: rom coms, time travel. May I suggest Kate and Leopold? Kate hates it. I think it's We've a perfect it. time travel film and romantic comedy. Kate we is not Kate it. from we Kate and it. Leopold. Kate is is Kate from Jared and Kate, aka Jared. I think th- I think Jeff and Elmer were there too. Were they? Oh yeah, they always show up when there's time travel. Okay, I've been traveling from a time yeah that's in the past well it doesn't have to rhyme with whatever we have no what's up? it doesn't what's there? no i just it just needs to scan the same you just need to okay yeah just i've been traveling from a time that's in the past i've been traveling Good. from yeah okay i've been traveling from the time that's in the past you think you can work with this jaren yeah, yeah, yeah. i've been traveling from 
a time that's in the past. And then so the next line is, I've been sleeping with a cloud above my bed. So we need to get that to rhyme with past. So fast rhymes with past. Time moving too fast. Something about time moving fast or... Sorry, I'll, I'll shut up. I'm, I'm just... No, I'm no, just, no. Yeah, uh, no, please. Grant over here. Hop in. Chop it up with us. <laughs> I want to say something about, like, musket blast. What about, like, um, we're at this concert. It's a blast. Oh, yeah. That's good. We are at this concert. We are it's at a this blast. concert, and we're having a blast. That Now that's too many words. Oh. So the next two lines are, I've been lonely for so long. Trapped in the past, I just can't seem to move on. So that kind of actually is like what has happened to us. Sure, that's true. Um, although I wouldn't say, say we're lonely. It? We have each other. And now Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> and he's pretty weird. Maybe we should talk about Harrison. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about... Yeah, maybe, maybe something about the strange bedfellows having one too many strange bedfellows <laughs> in the bed. He comes from like a time outside of space and time. What are we looking for? Long and song? I've been lonely for so long. He's been present for so long. Who's he? Harrison. Harrison is one of the old wands. Okay. Okay. Can I say Jeff and Elmer sing this song? <laughs> yeah. And then so we need something. Now we introduce Harrison. Trapped in the past, I just can't seem to move on. From the primordial past we got a from the deep past from the dark past his name is harrison (laughs) (laughs) i almost kind of want to leave the line that hugh grant has and introduce harrison in the next stanza okay that's fine sure because okay so let me read this back to you i've been traveling from a time i've been traveling from a time that's in the past we are at this concert it's a blast jeff and elmer sing this song Trapped in the past, I just can't seem to move on. Okay, yeah. But now I need to change the first lyrics because we have passed too many times. So if you'll allow me a little poetic license. Yeah. I've been traveling from a time that's from ago. Okay. Uh, We're at this concert, (laughs) yo-ho-ho. Something show. What a show. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's kind of beautiful. I've been traveling from a time that's from ago. It's like... You know, yeah, it's like a little it's poetic. Thing would yeah. say something like that. Yeah, exactly. All right, so next line. I've been hiding all my hopes and dreams away just in case I ever... Oh God, just in case I ever need them again someday. Drew, this is not good. I told you, Jack. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> it comes out good in the movie. But now it that I'm kind of like <laughs> picking it apart a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, where are we? We got to get Harrison in here. Okay, yeah, no. So now we need to bring Harrison in. So here's what I think. Maybe just like 50,000 foot view. That's how far you'd have to be back, yeah, to see the, the whole of him. The tension in the song is that Jeff and Elmer are lonely time travelers and they like never thought. Like they're just like quantum leaping into like random fucking media properties. They never thought that they would find someone else like them. So yeah. this is like this is the moment where like holy fuck yeah. there's someone else. Yeah. And so that's what we want to do with this lyric. It's like it's a fucking revelation. Like Harrison is the music to our lyrics. Okay, and what's the lyric? I've been hiding all my hopes and dreams away just in case I ever need them again someday. Um, what if you what if you make it personal like 
we've been holding on to each other. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And then you have you've you've not letting yourself seen uh, other strange bedfellows. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is good. I've been holding onto you so tight. Yeah. Is that the relationship, Jeff and Elmer? I don't think we've ever made it clear. I mean, you know, we're still like, kind of establishing their lore, so it could be. <laughs> but I think that, that, you know, there's something beautiful. It's like they're lonely in time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, they're, that, like, they're um, all each other have. I've been holding yeah. on to you. They're like uh, Roland and the man in black, you know? They're exactly like Roland. Are you a Dark Tower? Only for my buddy, so I know who Roland is. <laughs> all things serve the beat. I've been holding on to you so tight. Uh, never thought I'd leave this endless night. Good. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I've got, I've got chills. We're not really saying a lot yet. Okay, so now we're really gonna introduce Harrison. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. What's the rhyme on the next one? He goes. Night I've been setting aside time to clear a little space in the corners of my mind. Well, he comes from outside time. Okay, that's perfect. He comes from outside time. Harrison is hard to rhyme. No. <laughs> You've got the right attitude, though, because now it's Harrison. It's Harrison, I think, is the next word. Harrison's another guy? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe uh, employ a songwriting device where you ask a question. We could go, like, sort of, like, um, anthraxy and be like, Harrison, it's time to die. And it's like the guitar is like, you know, like in Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> so what was the line right now? What was the line that we're at? Uh, he comes from an outside time. Harrison, it's time to die. I like Harrison, it's time to die. And then the song can just pick up and sort of become a little more aggressive from there. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> but we do want this to be like a pop hit for a Christina Aguilera type. Yeah, this one's got, it's more like Evanescence, I think. It's got a little okay. bit of like an edge to it. You yeah, know? maybe Harrison's more like a, like Wendy in Bruce Springsteen songs, you know? Like, who is Wendy? Oh, yeah. What's her deal? Okay. Fine. Oh, you're wearing a Bruce Springsteen t-shirt. Yeah. Harrison, it's time to die. It's not where I would have gone with this, but, you know, <laughs> this is a committee. And yeah. I feel like I've been... And now the music's pumping. So and what do we got? What's the next Can I say lyric? that I'm imagining Dave Mustaine saying that in, like, Sweating Bullets? Harrison, yeah. it's time to die. And That's exactly like... what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going uh, emotionally... I'm going Freddie Mercury, uh, <laughs> okay, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's better. Okay, yeah. All right, so what's the next lyric? Keeping in mind that we're sort of now in this more, like, up pace. Okay, so now we're in the chorus. Yeah. All I want to do is find a way back into love. I can't make it through without a way back into love. So it's a middle rhyme. It's, a, it's what we call a middle rhyme in the business. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to offer you guys a little tip as, like, sort of a lyricist tip is I use um, rhymezone.com. Okay, yeah, Whatever don't tell Jared, otherwise we're going to be out of a job. Because if he can do music and lyrics, then we're just yeah. fucking history. <laughs> don't tell him about rhymes.com. Gov? Like a British guy saying gov? It doesn't have to rhyme with love, I'm going to say. It just has okay. to scan. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Oh, I can't sing. No. That was okay, that was okay. <laughs> don't sing the song. No, you you yeah, can sing yeah. the song. I'll, if we sing the song, we're going to pollute Jared. Yeah, I know. We want him to take the lyrics. That's exactly what Hugh Grant does. He hears the lyrics and he's just inspired to write. Um, all right. Rubs? What if it's a callback to the other song we wrote? You guys wrote. And uh, it's uh, it's like a, something with a three-way tug. <laughs> <laughs> but we're specifically not allowed. To fall in love. To fall in okay. love. Okay. Right. What about this? This is about, it's from the point of view of Jeff and Elmer. 
We okay. have been alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. Okay. I'm afraid art travels through, and then like I need a science-y word for time. Eternity? Oh, through eternity will end. That's pretty nice. We've been alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. Now, you remember the song is sort of a little more aggressive now, but you've kind of turned back to sort of the sad lyrics. Oh, yeah, we're mad at him. We're not mad at him. I think we're sort of like, it's like we're Willy Wonka taking him through like that psychedelic journey through the tunnel, you know? Yeah. We're just like, welcome, like we're like juggalos. We're like, welcome to the fucking like madhouse, man. Hatchets out. Hatchets out. Welcome to the madhouse. So I think we can start with that. I think that lyric you just wrote was really elegant and beautiful, but now I think we should kind of counter it with something a little like, I don't know, think like um, Slipknot, think Rage Against the Machine, think um, who did Chop Suey? Um, System of a Down. System of a Down. Okay. (laughs) Now we're back in the verse. I've been watching, but the stars refuse to shine. I've been searching, but I just don't see the signs. And Tanner, uh, Jared wants to get more aggressive. More aggressive. Because we've said, Harrison, it's time to die, and we haven't really delivered on that promise. So maybe we want something, we want like a welcome to the jungle vibe, right? Like we're saying to our new friend, like, welcome welcome to the fucking jungle, motherfucker. I think it's pretty time much. to die is a pretty good yeah. statement. Like way back yeah. in the love, it's time to die. But then we sort of like, then we sort of have come back a little bit, because then you, what was the next lyric? It's time to die, time and then we die. said, we, we have been so alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. That's lyrics. Um, that's, that's some Drew Barrymore shit. You won't be able to understand it, Jared. <laughs> that's just the type of shit So I we, guess we, what we know about Harrison is that he's already been journeying through eternity. Yeah, death eternity. is freedom for me. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So I think maybe we should bring some of that in, too. Yeah, it's a little like um, Geiger, you know? Yeah, okay. This flesh prison, or this, like, I don't know. Eternity is a prison. Is it going to be weird to switch to Harrison's point of view now? And I don't think convey- it's, I think it's like almost, it's almost like H.P. Lovecraft, where we're still doing it from our point of view. We're just trying to behold this, like, incomprehensible, like, spectacle in front of us. Okay. <laughs> of an eternal being. Yeah. Casting off his eternity and finally dying. Okay, what about this? It's like a tool song now. What about this? Now I finally see that death is opening a door. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. I think we're getting there. Okay, and I should warn listeners who we promised that you were basically going to get the experience of music and lyrics by listening <laughs> to the podcast, that it's there's like a slight deviation is happening, but it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now I finally see that death is opening a door. Yep. Harrison is all I need. I've never wanted more. Harrison is... Everything. Our souls, like, turn heavenward no more. <laughs> Harrison's the boat. Our oh, that's souls... good. Garth Brooks. <laughs> the river. Harrison's the boat. Our souls have finally reached the shore. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it feels a little, like, dark, but also a little, a little like, hopeful, you know? Okay. How many more lyrics are we going to do before we finally get into some songwriting? We got to get through one more chorus and then we're going to end with the verse and I'm going to cut the last chorus and verse. Okay. Now I think I see that death is opening a door. Harrison's the boat. Our souls have finally reached the shore. And then I need something for, I know that it's out there. There's got to be something. We're weirdly on the same page with Hugh Grant. He says, (laughs) I know that it's out there. There's got to be something for my soul somewhere. Do we just keep that? <laughs> yeah, may, we might just keep that. I think that's fine. And we won't get in trouble for that, will we? 
Uh, no, we couldn't because it's just like that's not our fault that their song ended up matching with our song. So we just need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, that's just... <laughs> I think that's right. Okay, so we just need one more verse and then we're going to end it there. So I've been looking for someone. I can't sing it in. The... Don't don't listen to this. Yeah, just do it like a you know metal voice or. I've been looking for someone to shed some light, not somebody just to get me through the night. I've been looking for. Oh, we could do sort of like something event horizony. Like I was looking, but then I realized like where we're going, we don't need eyes. Okay, that's good. I so okay. So the the rhyme is going to be. I like the event horizon. Yeah, yeah. No, this is good. Um. Let me just write the second line first. Not somebody just to get me through the night. Where us three are going, we won't need any eyes. Perfect. So I need... We have to go back and do the first yeah. phrase, so right? The, the, we need something that to, that's going to end with, where us three are going, we won't need any eyes. Um, Harrison is truth, and my life has been a lie. How about, like, um, ignore the wailing children, <laughs> deaf to our, like wives cries something about deaf, like, what yeah. about ignore the wailing children we are deaf to all their cries perfect okay so this is great <laughs> Jared, is this feeling right is to this you? working for you yeah 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 no, no ignore the wailing children we are deaf to all their cries where we three are going we won't need any eyes it's pretty good <laughs> okay and so we just need two lines and then we're ready because we're going to go back into the course and, and this then is that's poppy, be the end of the Jared. song <laughs> we need this to be poppy it's like christina <laughs> I mean, I, I know that the, the, the line with not, not needing eyes is a reference to Event Horizon. <laughs> but I like also the words Event Horizon. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I've been looking for this the event in this horizon. Okay, so the next line is, I could use some direction. So we are past the horizon. We are past the horizon. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's impossible, right? And then the, ne- the final line we need is, and I'm open to your suggestions. And if we can get event in there, that would be really nice. But it needs to rhyme with horizon. The events now, let's put the knives in. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, that's no. good. They do the do event that. is that's now. Perfect. Let's put the knives in. <laughs> that fucking crush right. it. Yeah. I hate that um, our music guy was the yeah. one who landed the fucking final blow. But, you know, the, it is a collaborative yeah. effort. I would appreciate it if you stayed in your lane. <laughs> Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> okay, so we got our song now. Do you want me to read it back to you, or we just want to start writing the music? Um, yeah, read it back. I just want to make sure, like, there is a, a pretty, like, there's a little bit of a change, you'll notice, Jared, and this is sort of like a creative brief. Mm-hmm. You'll notice, like, there's a little bit of a tonal change in the lyrics. And, you know, you're the musician. Do with that tonal change what you want. We had something in mind. I won't pollute you at all with what it was. <laughs> Okay. You may notice it. If you don't, let me know. I'm going to read this back to you. Um, we want this to be poppy, but also kind of like Megadeth. Um, yeah. And we want to convey the lost souls feeling of two men who have been trapped in time and found another man and were briefly uh, not alone anymore, but then realized that he was a being outside of time and that death is the ultimate destroyer. And so yeah. here's the lyrics. I've been traveling from a time that's from ago. We are at this concert. What a show. Jeff and Elmer sing this song. Trapped in the past, I just can't seem to move on. I've been holding on to you so tight. Never thought I'd leave this endless night. He comes from outside time. Harrison, it's time to die. Can I tell you, tell you this? Yeah. I completely forgot the song was originally about Jeff and Elmer. 
until you just read that <laughs> verse again. But what a journey. What a story. And then, so now we're into the chorus. We have yep. been alone so long. We're, we have been alone so long. We're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. And then we can say, oh, if we want. That's not a copyright violation. Okay. You don't have to. Yeah. Now I think I see that death is opening a door. Harrison's the boat. Our souls have finally reached the shore. I know that it's out there. There's got to be something from my soul somewhere. And that's actually from the that's original from the original song. movie, yeah. Ignore the wailing children. We are deaf to all their cries. Where we three are going, we won't need any eyes. Really cool. We are past the horizon. The event is now. Let's put the knives in. God, that's <laughs> definitely the best line of the song. <laughs> And then, the song then just we keeps getting cooler and cooler. Do the chorus again. I've been traveling from a time that's from ago. We are at this concert. What a show. Jeff and Elmer sing this song, Trapped in the Past. I just can't seem to move on. Beautiful. <laughs> really beautiful. Wow. Yeah. So we did the lyrics. Taryn, do you want to just like, should we just like go? <laughs> no, let's yeah, help think... Jared because he helped us. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Tap, <laughs> g- g- what's, the, what's the tempo here? <laughs> give me a tempo. Um, it's g- sort of a ballad. No, yeah. Count, give, give me a oh, okay. one, yeah, two, three, yeah. four. Oh, Jack can't do it. Okay, let's see. That, I think that's good. Yeah. Hey, you gotta slow it down. <laughs> I think you'll have to do a lot of the singing, Jack, because we love the time delay. So this I'm just really. Before. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is there a lyric for where, where to start? I've been traveling. Tom Petty thing. It's good. <laughs> this is not. That's a good start. It's a good. It's a okay. Good start. You guys got to help me out here. Okay. Do you have a grand piano? Jack has a grand piano. I do have a grand piano. <laughs> um, I like him. I, I like something that's a little more um, kind of late Bruce Springsteen. You know, he's a little gravelly. It's a little like acoustic guitar-y. Are we thinking Bruce as our muse here? You know what I'm thinking is um, Muse's Knights of Sidonia later okay. on. <laughs> Can you do Muse? <laughs> We start getting into the like doorways and the like <laughs> eternal beings. I think this beginning part though, your instinct is right. It wants to be a little like it wants to be a little soft. It wants to be a little acoustic. It wants to be a little emotional. All right, all right. We gotta gotta hustle here. It's Friday. We gotta write this hit song. Let's see, Jason Mraz. Let's. Who are some other artists who come to mind when we're thinking about this first part of the song, Jack? Connor Oberst. Give us so let's try pop and see what let's happens. Pop. Okay. Yeah, let's go pop. Can we do like a fun poppy upbeat, like fat maybe fast? Yeah, count them off. I've been traveling from a time that's from go. We're at this concert. What do you think, Tanner? Pretty good, honestly. Okay. I've been holding on to you so tight. 
Never thought of the defenseless night. He comes from outside of town. Harrison! It's time to die! No, do it like the guy from uh, the music video. Which guy? The guy from that music video you made me watch. Harrison, it's time to die. Remember, you made me watch. You just said his name to Jared five minutes ago. Oh, and did an impression of him. Uh, Dave Mustaine. Oh, yeah. Dave Mustaine. Yeah. Harrison, it's time to die. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how you have to do it. All right. So we move to the chorus. Do you feel like you have enough here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I, the verse is poppy and fun. Okay. We just got to figure out this chorus here. Yeah, and so and now we've introduced this sort of like pivot in the song it's scary now it's dave mustaine and so do you remember i feel like i hope i'm everyone knows this but does everyone remember the beginning of the video for megadeth sweating bullets <laughs> surely yeah he's no. like it's dave mustaine he's like in a an asylum interrogation room, and he's got like a straight jacket on and he's like hey me meet the real me and he's like happy but like it seems like he's actually not manic happy. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like talking to himself, and then he's like sweating bullets, and then it's yeah, yeah. So I think that's sort of like that was our inspiration, but you know, do yeah, do but no, you do you, you but that's just, that's where Harrison, it's time to die, is coming from. <laughs> but but it's poppy and fun. <laughs> this is <Yeah>. helpful. <laughs> so here's the lyrics. Do you want me to say it in a rhythmic way? So it's yeah. Helpful? We have been alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. Keep, keeps just saying it over and over again. We have been alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. Keep going. We have been alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. We have been alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. We have been alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. That's ICP. That's got ICP energy. Yeah. Great. that it, Tanner? Is that it? Yeah, I think we got it. I think we got it. That's really good. That was dark. We could do a pop version of that and a metal version. You whipped off your headphones, but what I said to Jack was it. It really reminded me of ICP, which I think is the exact <laughs> yeah. right energy. That's nicer. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. Feel like music has been alone so long, we're scared to meet a friend. I'm afraid our travels through eternity will end. Repeat it. Just get that. Now that we're kind of the pixies, I think. 
Ignore the wind. It's really evolving as we go. Where we see her going, we won't need any eyes. We are past the horizon. You better now let's put the knives in. Sounds so great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, then it's the chorus. Yeah. Okay, I, we got we got a we got a track, baby. Okay, we got a track. Dan's wow. gonna. Work I think we've on made this. magic again, <laughs> and we we've really explored again. the Jeff and Elmer like mythos too. <laughs> Jeff and Elmer, we've got to say, are beloved characters. They're so beloved by our audience that no one ever no one ever mentions them, them or, or talks mentions about them, them or when talks they're about in how an much episode. They like them. <laughs> And no one ever asks that they come back for another episode. Yeah, but we we've do even, keep we've even bringing given them back them, anyway because we can given them this in a couple of times before, and they still haven't taken the bait. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's perfect. We fucking crushed it, everybody. I am so pleased. Uh, we do have to go. Um, my wife is uh, watching both of our children. <laughs> I assume Jurassic Park is over, and now she's just... <laughs> Maybe reading them stories. I don't hear any screaming anymore, yeah. so I don't know if that's good or <laughs> bad. Uh, so, are your children screaming, Tanner? No, he's in bed. Okay, he's a little. He's, he's screaming in his dreams. Oh, that would yeah, be probably. good for the song "Screaming in My Dreams." I turned on his white noise when I left his room because I was like, "Daddy's going to be doing some lyrics tonight, and I don't want you to hear. It's going to get dark." Uh, we're going to go. We're going to leave. We are also going to go. I would like to thank you, Tanner, so very much for bearing with me. Hey, you're welcome. I would like to thank you, Jared, a.k.a. Harrison. Uh, Jared was playing the part of Harrison. We can now reveal that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for bearing with us and for doing, what do we think? Do we say it's 50-50 or percent of the work on making the song? That we're... <sighs> I think it's a solid 33-33-33. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you to yeah. Jared for doing 33% of <laughs> making this song. We're the yep. Drew. Thank you, Jack, for doing 33% of the work. Yeah. <laughs> um, folks, you got to subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. It's uh, how we survive. Uh, you must. You have to. <laughs> please do yeah, that. please do. And we have another show there. It's not just, you know, giving us $5 a month. You get a whole No, you get show. a whole other show. And Sometimes it's not we sing on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, we do sometimes sing on that. <laughs> Last time we made a whole chart. Yeah. <laughs> you can join our Facebook group at Baby Nation on Facebook. And this week we watched a movie. The movie that we watched was called Music and Lyrics by Hugh Grant. It's fantastic. It's a perfect film. In the meantime, I'd like to thank everybody for bearing with us. We love and kiss you so very much. I, this week, have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name's Tanner Greenring. I'm Harrison Sosa. <laughs> and I hope that you find your... Popily ever after. And now, the world premiere of the incredible new single by Jared Sosa and the Strange Bedfellows. Please enjoy Past the Horizon. I've been traveling from a time that's from ago. We are at this concert. What a show.
Listen, it's time to die. We might be childhood friends. 